Welcome to Next Level Christianity, a podcast designed to teach Christians biblical truth, help apply it to their daily lives, and gain true clarity of what it means to follow Jesus. Our churches and Christian communities are being influenced by cultural and worldly views, and few pastors are teaching on how to live a biblical life. My name is John Alkire, along with my beautiful wife, Carrie Ann. Please join us as we have important conversations where biblical truth and life application collide. We hope these episodes help equip and motivate you to take your Christian faith to the next level. So grab your Bible and join us in the conversation. Welcome back to another episode of Next Level Life. I am your host, John Alkire, with my co-host, and beautiful wife, Carrie Ann. Hey, how are you guys? Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for joining us wherever you are, whatever time it is. Uh, here we are. We've been off a little bit, uh, so we're excited to be back on and bringing value, bringing the heat. We have a... We got some heat. We got some heat. Um, we've been doing some planning, uh, Carrie and I, on topics that we feel um, will bring value um, from from God's word and, and application but uh, we got two months scripted out. But this one kind of came out of the blue. And I think you're going to find this is a, a, a very big topic, a topic that will hopefully challenge, um, maybe convict like it did for us. But uh, we hope to bring uh, uh, some wisdom to you from the Bible and some life application on a topic uh, that is prominent. It's a word or an action that we all engage in. Uh, or we've just done it, or we're going to do it at some point today. It's all around us. It's poisonous. It's destructive. It spreads like cancer. And that word is gossip. That's right. Um, let's give them a little background on why gossip has been pretty predominant in our conversation in our house a little bit like Absolutely. Okay. So I don't know if you guys know, we have two big kids, 15 and 13, and that's important in this conversation because they are in two different areas of their life. We homeschool our seventh grader and then our high schooler, he is a ninth grade freshman. He is at a local public high school. So two different elements, two different worlds that they live in and they see a lot of different things. They have different friends. And then we as adults, you know, we have different groups of friends too. We have our church friends. We have our sports friends. We have our work friends and how we have those conversations. And there's just been a lot of talk within our house about how do we um, build people up? How do we tear people down? And that has come to our definition of gossip. So we just thought that you guys would enjoy having the conversation with us. And like John said, hopefully we can bring a little bit of value and then teach you some tricks, some tips directly from the Bible on how you can avoid this, this pitfall in your life on a daily basis. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those, it, it's one of those things that it's it's all around us like i said it 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 happening it happens way too much we're engaged in it too much we walk into it um it, it's just part of the world we live in and so what we hope to do again like carrie said is really just identify why we do it what does the bible say about it and then how do we apply it and and change the way of gossip in our lives and how do we avoid it 
and uh, and how do we counter it? The definition of gossip is is something that we want to look at um, first, and and it says, and this is off Google, so you can you can search it on your own. But it says one definition is is what I got it from: casual or unconstrained conversation or reports about other people, typically involving details that are not confirmed as being true. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah. So um, it's reporting about people and typically involving details that are not necessarily true. So they're right. not necessarily something somebody did or said it's, but we're talking about it as if they did. They're guilty when they're possibly not guilty. Right. And our favorite financial expert, speaker and author, Dave Ramsey, I love this one. He, he talks about this in the workplace. So if you're in the workplace, you'll, you'll understand this. It says, if you're, if you're gossiping, his definition is going to be discussing anything negative with someone who can't solve the problem. So you're, you're talking, in other words, you're talking about your boss, say, or you're, if you're, if you're in sports and you're a high school or middle school, you're talking about your coach or you're talking about your friend in a negative light or negatively to someone about something. You're telling somebody negative about something that happened and, and who's not, that person's not able to fix or solve that problem. So you have a problem with, with Susie uh, and what she put in play or what they said or what they did and you're telling Carrie about it. Well, Carrie can't fix it. Right. She's in no position. So it's considered gossip in that way. That's so right. Those are the two different definitions. So I love the definitions that John brought. I think those are great. But I want to put a different spin on it. Um, talk about um, it's it's idle talk. So we've heard that we've heard that word a lot in the Bible. Just idly running your mouth. Um, it is um, tattletaling. So these are some of the words that we use with our little kids, right? So that's still like tattletaling on a friend in a situation. So just more words. So as you paint this picture of the power of gossip, just more for you. And then it is a. it could be a person is the gossip or it could be the action of gossiping. So you can know somebody who is a gossip and, or you can actually be creating that action yourself. Mm-hmm. So different different ways to look at what gossip actually is. Why don't you talk about I love the reasons that you have. Yeah, so I I think cuz we're all guilty, let's be honest. My hand is raised. Yeah, my hand is raised with her. You can't see it, but it is raised and we are all guilty. Um and I would even be I hate to say it this way, but I would probably almost say that we'll be guilty at some point today engaging in some sort of gossip in some sort of way and you don't even know it. So being alert and being aware is how we fix behavior, right? We have to understand it. And that's why we wanted to do this episode for not only ourselves who have our hands raised, but a bunch of you out there that I know have your hand raised on this as well. And if you want to change this behavior, if you want to change this poisonous negative thing in your life or around people that you're with, we're going to try to help you today. Yeah. How do we or why do we do it? Why do we do it? Why do we gossip? Well, I, I, Carrie and I came up with a few different things that we thought were probably pretty true, and hopefully you can uh, relate to them. Number one, we gossip to feel better. When we don't feel good about ourselves or about a situation or we're not happy about a situation, 
we tend to gossip or judge others because it makes us feel good. It makes us feel better about our, our situation or about ourselves. So that's just one way that we just, we just do it. It's just we want to feel better because we don't feel good about something. So we're going to talk about somebody or the situation because we feel like it makes better. There's been many conversations I've had in my life, when, especially in business, where another coworker went, you know, it just feels good to talk about it. It just makes me feel better to talk about you're my boss. The air. You're getting it off your chest. Yeah, I just <laughs> yeah. feel better. I got it off my chest yeah. with you. Well, that's great, but it's it's gossiping, it's and, and we're not fixing it. We're not mm-hmm. fixing and solving the problem. So, number one, you, you try to feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, uh, you know, you're possibly bored. And what we mean by bored is you're in a conversation that's kind of boring and there's not a lot of exciting <laughs> things happening. So what do we do? We create interesting discussion or conversation around somebody else, Drama. somebody else's problem. Mm-hmm. Hey, did you hear about Julie's blah, blah, blah? Um, and that's how we stir up this gossip or stir up this conversation because we're kind of bored and that conversation may be stagnant. So we're going to create some drama, as Carrie said. Mm-hmm. So that's a number two uh, possible reason why we would we would start to gossip. This is a big one. We're going to get a little more juicy as we go. We're envious or jealous of somebody in whatever way. So we, we want to hurt those who may be popular, uh, maybe more talented, better looking, more money in their household, better car, more successful as we identify success uh, than we are. So as we feel this envy or jealousy about something or somebody, we tend to maybe want to hurt them or we want to talk about them because that's how we feel. And and that may not necessarily be all worldly things as we attach that label. It could be you are jealous of their knowledge of, of the Bible. It can be you are jealous of their relationship with their kids or their spouse. So it can yep. be, it could be Good a point. gamut of things. It doesn't necessarily mean something that fits into your hand or something that we can see and touch. So that jealousy can be applicable anywhere. Great point. Yep. You're jealous of somebody's life. Correct. They're That's living right. their life a little bit different than you are, maybe better in the, in the way you would want it. Or like you said, the marriage seems a little bit more solid Right. They really love each other. They really like each other. They and so like I'm jealous. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that and, and bring a negative, a negative light to it. So right. that's number three, uh, maybe reason why we uh, would uh, gossip. Number four, maybe this fits you as you're, you're trying to fit in. Your group, your, your, uh, your tribe is... Uh, having a conversation and it's gossip conversation about somebody or something and you want to jump in and be a part fit in so you're going to just jump right into it because that's what they're all doing so i might as well jump in and add some color to being negative about somebody down my street or somebody in our neighborhood or whatever and so you're trying to fit into the conversation trying to fit in with that group so it's a a fit in process number four and five you're seeking attention. Um, you're, you you want to become the focus. You want to be important because I got a piece of gossip or I have a secret or I have some information about somebody. So I'm going to share that little something, something. So now I'm becoming more important. 
Um, I have attention being drawn to me in that conversation because I got something that they don't on somebody. And now I begin that whole process of negativity and judgment. So seeking attention, number five. And number six, of course, obvious anger. We're upset. Uh, We're upset at someone. We're upset of a situation. So we talk and judge negatively about them. And it's just our natural response to anger um, with others. So those are six. There's probably more. You could probably relate to more. Maybe you have more. That's great. But those were kind of six ways we felt like gossip gets started. And then we just wanted to jump in here and go, okay, what does the Bible say? Because that's what Next Level Life is always about. Is what does the life manual tell us and equip us about this topic? So I have some verses that I want to just quickly share um, and what it has to say. Proverbs and again, you have your Bible, feel free to thumb through, mark these down, look them up, uh, Google them if you don't have one. Proverbs 21, 23, whoever guards his tongue, this is wisdom, right? Whoever guards his tongue and mouth keeps his soul from troubles. Isn't that true? Mm-hmm. James says those who consider themselves religious, I love this, you know, hey, us Christians, man, we we can make and break uh, people's interest in Jesus and in our life by how we live it out. Those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves and their religion is worthless. Isn't that so true? A gossip betrays, Proverbs 11, 13 says, a gossip betrays, it uses the word gossip. This is NIV, but, but it does say gossip. A gossip betrays a confidence, but trustworthy person keeps a secret. Mm, So good. James 4.11 says, do not slander one another. Anyone who speaks against a brother or sister or judges them speaks against the law and judges it. Proverbs 16.28 says, a perverse person stirs up conflict and a gossip separates close friends. Think about it for a second. Have you ruined relationships? Have you lost and separated from a close friend because of gossip? I ask you that. Think about it. Here's a verse right out of the Bible. And I bet many of us, if not all of us, can relate to losing friendships over this silly behavior. Proverbs 10, 18, whoever conceals hatred with lying lips and spreads slander is a fool. And last but not least, Jesus, on the Sermon on the Mount, His greatest sermon recorded in the Bible, his very first sermon recorded in the Bible, but his longest. And he gives 18 teachings to us in this. And one of them is on criticizing others and is found in Matthew chapter 7, verses 1 through 6 is where I'm going to reference. And he says to the crowd and to us, do not judge or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged And with measure of use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at a speck of sawdust in your brother's eyes and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say, let me take that speck out of your eye when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the plank out of your own eye, then you will see more clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eyes. Oh my goodness. 
Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. So good. Um, wow. Hey, so I just want to encourage you guys, though. So when we've gone through a list, six different things on why we might do this. We've given you some scripture on what the Bible clearly tells us not to do. But I, I want to just touch a little bit about uh, the Holy Spirit. And then I want to talk about how gossip has entered your life. So this is a trained emotional response. So we have all been trained to handle situations this way. So for John and I, as parents, we are in that season. We talked about our biggest, you know, our 15 and our 13 year old. We are teaching them how to undo what we've already taught them. You know, it, for us to get into the car and have a conversation about so-and-so because we're super angry, that is, that is teaching them to continue the cycle. And so the Bible tells us what it doesn't like about it, but it also gives us a whole lot about keeping your emotions in control. And I thought before we get to how we're going to solve the problem, yeah, let's talk about how the Holy Spirit can help us keep our emotions in check. Because that's ultimately what is prompting the gossip. Yes. Is having an emotional response yep. or this trained behavior that we've already learned from our parents or our peers. So let's just do a couple verses. And remember, the Holy Spirit is there to intercede for us and to guide us. And so for us to go, okay, we want to change this behavior, Holy Spirit is going to help us. And so a couple of scriptures just to help you. Yeah. Um, all right. A really great one. Colossians 3, 2. Set your mind on things above, not on things that are here on the earth. Simple. Mm-hmm. Um, another one, very poignant. Um, Romans 8, 6. For the mind set on the flesh is death. Gossip. But the mind set on the spirit is life and peace. Um, and some more that are so good. Um, Philippians 4, 7. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus. So just a couple ways that the Holy Spirit can definitely intercede for us as we are going to try to change this behavior. Yeah. I mean, if you really think about it, you know, it's all perspective. It's all, you know, I you just always go back to do not conform to the patterns of this world. The patterns of this world is gossip, right? Let's face it. It's one of many. Mm-hmm. It's like gossip is like so rampant, so like just the norm. Um, and even us Christians, which we're supposed to be different. And we're not supposed to conform to those patterns. And we're supposed to be transformed by the renewing of our minds, as Paul says. And these scriptural verses, as we learn these, and that's why we're sharing them, because if you haven't read them and you didn't know it, what it had to say, they're in there. And we're to follow those commands. We're to follow those those verses. But we're to think differently, and we're to be different. And the way we do that, like you said, is tapping into the Holy Spirit. Is the Holy Spirit speaking to us? What is it saying to us? When it says to us, this conversation is not going well, this isn't it, which it will, it'll alert you. Uh, it's, it's just how you deal with it, right? You have a choice now. You can jump into it or I can say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get out of this one or I'm going to walk away. I'm going to make those decisions. But it's also how we choose friends, right? We're talking about, you know, high school level, middle schools, workplace, 
we as believers, as followers, we can also help ourselves in this by who we choose to be around. We all know who the gossipers are. That's right. And I may be one of them, and so I'm working on fixing that, but I don't want to be hanging around a bunch of gossipers at work because guess what's going to happen to me? I'm going to be sucked into it. Right. And it's going to change me from where I want to be. So I got to have new work friends, find new work friends. And even if I have to be a loner for a while. You mean you have to step away from the water cooler? Yeah. Completely. <laughs> yeah. And maybe I'm sitting yeah. in my car for lunch or I'm in, you know, at my desk and I just, I'm not going to hang around. So I have to make that choice. That's right. As a believer. And, and that's, at the end of the day, that's, those are the decisions that you make. And those are, those are what we're being called to do as believers is not continue to conform in that. And the Holy Spirit, like you said, I believe speaking to us all the time. It's just, are we tapped into it? Are we, are we really in, in sync with it and with him? And that's just something somebody has to look at for themselves, you know? Right. Well, let's offer up some great tools. Tell us how we can... What are we going to do? How do we avoid it? So we've come up with a couple things that we thought we'd share. Um, you know, the first one, this is the life application here um, that we want to throw at you. Number one, how do we avoid gossip? Well, as we said earlier, be in tune with the Holy Spirit. Be in sync with the Holy Spirit. Listen to the Holy Spirit. That's right. Because I believe somewhere in the Bible that says when it asks you to do the right thing and you choose not to do the right thing, it's a sin. Oh, yeah, James. Right? James? I think so. James, we think James. <laughs> but we're not looking it up we're right now. But up. I know the Bible does say that, and, and, and it came to me just now because it's so true. Be alert and listen. Number one, be alert and listen to the intent of the conversations that you are engaged in. What are these conversations you're into right now? Or about to be into today. Is it building others up? Or is that conversation tearing people down? I love that about you, Carrie, because you've said that's your that's yours. And you've you've coined that in this household for a long time and you've you've shared it with me when I've been maybe not so building up. You you brought that straight up and said, Hey, are you building up or are you tearing down? You've done it with our kids. It's been just a great phrase and reminder of how we're supposed to speak to each other and how we're supposed to act. And so again, number one, what's the intent of the conversation? Is it building people up? Is it tearing people down? And if it's tearing people down, probably not a good situation and probably shouldn't be um, participating in it. Number two, as believers, we are, we are to hold each other accountable. So if we're with believers and we know we have believers that we're at school with, work with, or our neighbors or at church, and we're in a gossipy conversation, we're to hold each other accountable. And I know that's hard to do. The Bible is very clear about gossip as we laid out verses for you. But Luke 17, 3, real quick, it says, and, and Jesus says this, If your brother sins, rebuke him, and if he repents, forgive him. Okay, that's so easier said than done. True. Very so, true. Obviously bringing that to the Lord. But we, if somebody, especially inside the church blows it in a conversation or in their actions, we really want to kind of, we really kind of want to make a mental note. So this is very important as somebody is getting um, their character refined by the Holy Spirit. We need to be in a place that we can forgive them as they are moving through that refinement. True. 
Absolutely. And then the other thing on this one, too, is this can also be a big one. Um, if you are in a church body, you may end up being in a conversation where someone goes, can you believe that sermon today? Can you believe that that's how they handled it? Can you believe that was their example, their story? And you have to make the choice. That can easily turn into a gossipy situation. Right. And so holding our, our brothers and our sisters really accountable, even in our church body, is extremely important. Mm-hmm. Totally. And and I just thought it was a good one because I, I know, like like you're saying, like, boy, man, hold my, my, my fellow brother in Christ accountable. Not a lot of people want to be held accountable by their peers. That can be a touchy situation. But, again, I use the verse because Jesus is sharing with us that's what we're supposed to do. And there's actual instructions about church behavior. We'll do that another time. Which we'll do another time. <laughs> but it's very specific. But... Hold, hold your believers accountable. If if we're in a gossip, hey, you can pull them aside and say, hey, what, we're not supposed to be doing that. Like, we, we aren't supposed to be doing that. There's very clear biblical scripture on that. It's not a good thing. And, and we can talk through it with our brothers or sisters. If you are in a situation where you're not comfortable doing that and or you're with non-believers, number three, change the conversation. Don't agree. Ask questions. Draw curiosity to the gossip that's happening. Don't draw any more attention to it. Try and change the subject or flip the conversation back to the gossiper to find the root cause. What's the root cause of the gossip? Flip it back, back on them. Right. And, and some examples that Carrie and I came up with to avoid gossip filled conversations. And and we're just going to give you a, a couple examples that you can use. And these are just total examples. Like, Hey, I noticed you talk negatively about Lisa a lot. Why does she bother you so much? Would be a flip question. So good. So So now we're trying to find out the root cause. We're trying to find out what the real deal is. Instead of just kind of jumping in and continuing on to the barrage, we're going to find out what's going on and maybe help it. The next thing you can say is, hey, let's see it from Lisa's point of view. Or do we know what's going on in Lisa's life right now? Man, we don't know what's going on in other people's lives. Maybe they're in a bad mood or maybe they say something and, and something's going on. And we just so easily jump on this negative, oh, what's up with her and right. blah, blah, blah. Right. We don't know what's going on. A lot of times we don't have any idea what's happening in that household or in their mind and in their hearts. And we've experienced that recently with our kids, with their friends and what they're going through. And, and we just need to do a better job of sitting back and going, hmm, what's the other person dealing? What's the other right. person's Outside point of perspective. Yeah. Another way you can do it is, um, this is kind of more of a workplace. Hey, I, I see you are bothered by the boss's decision. Have you had a chance to speak with her about the decision? This is more about, we can't solve it, so why are we talking about it? There was a decision made at work. You're bothered. You're talking. You're telling everybody at the water cooler about it. Yeah. Hey, we can turn it as teachers, as, hey, we're not going to participate in it, so hey, have you? I see you're bothered. Mm-hmm. Have you done anything about it? Have you had a conversation with the boss about that? Right. The answer is no. And the answer will probably be no. But we're now Making turning this away from the continued gossip conversation. So good. Um, another one you can do is just say, hey, I, I'm, you know what? I hear all that. I'm more interested. What are you doing this weekend? That's just like a, I'm giving you just an easy one. Like just flip. The, just, it's, it's happening. And you're like, ah. 
what's going change the subject right what's what are you doing this weekend what, what do you guys got going on just change the subject that's a great way to do it that's good um and i love this one that we came up with because again solutions unless we can come up with solutions to help johnny i don't feel comfortable judging him it's okay to say you're not comfortable you're, you're putting a stand there within your peers but you're like hey unless we can come up with solutions right mm-hmm. fix the problem mm-hmm. i don't want to talk about it anymore and you just kind of say it that way. So just some examples that you can use, some ways that you can help yourself in that situation where you can divert the conversation, you can end the conversation, you can always walk away, you can always leave it, right? But here's ways that you can be actively participating in changing the direction and the outcome of those gossips. So, these are so good. I yeah. Like applications. So there's some, some things that you can chew on, some things that you can work with. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I think we would love to hear what your thoughts are. We would love to hear how you are. If you're a mom or a dad, you know, if you're a teen, we would love to hear how you are are um, fighting against this or what are some experiences that you have gone through. Um, how have you changed the situation? How have you prayed about it? How has the Holy Spirit worked in your life? So if you have a moment, shoot us a message. We would love to hear, you know, how you are changing the future. Yeah. How are you helping your kids learn? Totally. You can you can you can hit us on social too. We'd love mm-hmm. to hear from you at Carrie Ann Alkire. That's right. Is both Instagram and Facebook for her. Mine is at John Alkire, and that's on Instagram and Facebook. So so if you're out there and you have some comments, please shoot us some notes. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, just another perspective before we end here. I just think the biggest thing we'll leave with you, and we gave you a lot of of good content and some value, hopefully, but really just be alert. I think the number one thing we can leave you with here is just hopefully you're more alert of and attentive of those conversations. Be on the alert of gossip type conversations and, and tones and are we building up or are we tearing down? I love that one. So good. Just try to identify it up front and then let this process take place and how you can handle it. But again, we appreciate uh, you joining us for uh, this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Comment, as Carrie said, to us. And we are excited to be back to you next week with another topic. So we have hope you all have a great week. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you again for being with us. And if you know of somebody who might be dealing with this, please feel free just to forward over this little podcast and maybe it will help them and give them some tools in order to help Um, challenge their spiritual walk and help them be a better leader in their world as well. Awesome. Yeah. Please share. All right. All right. Have a great week. Have a good one. Bye.